bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone, what about you? Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. And oh my word, I'm so excited! <laughs> right, calm down, Rab. I haven't even. Oh, right. I think I know exactly what tonight's topic is going to be. Well, of course you already know because you've just read the title, of course, of, t- of this podcast. But yeah, just as I was about to hit record on the podcast this week, yeah, the draw for the World Pipe Band Championships just dropped. The RSPBA done the draw. And it's now just been posted, so yeah, imagine what this podcast is going to be like. (laughs) Yeah, the topic this week will be the draw. I'm going to be sitting, going through it here in real time, because I'm so, oh man, so excited for the world. Can you believe it already? This is July, and I have been talking for months, waiting on the season to happen, and now all of a sudden it just seems to be flying past us. Like, it's ridiculous. How fast this year is going. The season has been so good this year. And if anything, it's so competitive. You know, there hasn't been any real, real glaring bad performances by any bands. Standards are all really high in all the grades. And I can honestly say that, you know, because I know when I'm on Fuse FM, sometimes I have to stay on the fence. But when I'm doing my podcast, I can be totally honest. And this is my honest opinion. The standard has been incredibly high this year. So... Oh man, so excited for the world. Uh, but I'm going to have to refrain from looking at the draw just now and get on with the rest of the podcast. We will talk about the draw. <laughs> You're going to get my live reaction. So yeah, that's to come. I have to give a special shout out at the very start of tonight's show. I say tonight because I'm recording it at night. Yeah, yeah. special shout out to our patrons. Yes. I did mention this on previous podcasts. We do have a Patreon. And if you do decide to take out a patronage with us, you do get a special shout-out on each and every show. So, special shout-out to Jeremy Downs. Thank you, Jeremy. Brendan Moreno. Thank you, Brandon. And to the new Patreon, the House of Piping. So there you are. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us. We will definitely, yeah, we appreciate you guys investing in us and helping us and supporting what we do and hopefully we'll be yeah onwards and upwards for the big rab show now we always start off each podcast with some listener mail so yeah this week is no exception we have uh, an email in from john hey john he says good day big rab he says i listen to the podcast in the car on the way to work every thursday morning oh there you go Cool, thanks John. says, it reminds me of how great this pipe band thing is. It can be great, yeah. You know, for sometimes I kind of feel that this podcast does remind people how awesome it can be at times. I do understand, though, that we can be a bunch of moaners. 
a bunch of wingers as well. But yeah, they do try to show the positive side. So thanks, John. He says he hasn't had any piping injuries yet. Uh, early doors then, John. Yeah, and he says, please keep up the great work. I will indeed. And he says, I'd love to see you if you ever come over to Australia. Oh, man. John, that would be awesome. I would love to come to Australia. And he says, go Highlands Pipes and Drums. So there you go. That's a shout for them. And he says, P.S. I can't wait to buy some Big Rab Show merch. <laughs> no bother, John. Thanks a million for your email, pal. I really appreciate it. And if you guys want to send us in an email... Please feel free. It's been kind of light on the ground on the old email front this last while. Get them into this. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Feel free. Message us in because we'd love to hear your emails. We do understand we're in the middle of the season though. So people are really busy. And if anything, we've got a bunch of messages through from people on Facebook and stuff. And uh, yeah, they were telling us, you know, they can't find the time <laughs> between running the band practice, listening to our podcast and, you know, trying to keep up with everything else, finding the time to sit and actually make an e- compose an email. Yeah, so I can understand totally. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you because I say this show is your show, guys. You know, I'd love to answer your questions. You guys suggest topics of the week and different things like that. And that's what it's all about. We're here for use. So, yeah, feel free to get in contact with us. Now, because we are in that weird part of the year in the piping calendar where we have a couple of weeks break in the piping calendar here in the UK. So it's a bit strange. Um, we've been hitting the ground running. Like, we've had all these big major championships and everything. The domestic calendar's been going really well. And then suddenly, the brakes get put on. And then everyone goes into this weird kind of hiatus for a while. And yeah, I do know a lot of bands seem to love it, actually. A lot of bands love this break. But yeah, myself, I hate it. (laughs) I find myself at a loose end. But yeah, maybe you guys out there, maybe you love the little break in the middle, uh, you know, in July and everything. To give us all a bit of a breather before we run into August. And the world! Oh man, so excited! Right, come on, Rab, focus. <laughs> we've got some piping news. In fact, we've got a lot of piping news. For those of you who tuned into our live show on Fuse FM Balamoney this past week, you will have heard my live guest that I had in the studio. And that's such an awesome interview. I was talking to Andrew Elliott, the lead tenor drummer with the Field Marshal Montgomery, and it was awesome to talk to him. He answered all sorts of really interesting questions on his thoughts on tenor drumming and bass sections in, in general, and yeah, just a, such an interesting conversation. If anything, I'm actually planning on bringing that interview he done live on the show, uh, I'm actually planning on bringing that to the podcast. So with a bit of luck, uh, that should hopefully be on next week's podcast. So you'll look forward to that. Yeah, getting a chat with Andrew. So there you go. Right, let's talk about the All-Ireland Championships this past weekend in Lurgan here in Northern Ireland. Yes, the All-Ireland Championships. Believe it or not, it is kind of a coveted title, even though it isn't a major. And a lot of people suggested that perhaps it should be, but mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's still up for debate. But hey, being champion of All-Ireland is still a coveted title. A lot of people really want to win it. So who were our winners? In Grade 4B, All-Ireland champions were Kildog. Well done, Kildog. And the drums went to Cullen. 
So there you go. Not a bad result for Cullen. And I think Kildog was just a little bit happy with winning the All-Ireland title. Now, Grade 4A went to McDonald Memorial. Go on, McDonald! Yeah! Fantastic result. They were really happy. And, uh, yeah, well-deserved too. Have you actually seen the video of the run yet? Go and check it out. These guys played for it. They really deserved it. Well done, McDonald Memorial. Now, the drumming went to Tolly Lagan. Yeah, go on the Lagan! Yeah, I have to say that because... Uh, I've got family playing for Tully Lagan. So there you go, Tully Lagan fans. You got a special shout out on the podcast this week. <laughs> All Ireland drum corps champions there in Grade 4A. So yeah, I think they were a little bit chuffed. Now, Grade 3B. All Ireland champions. The Quinn Memorial march on again. They lifted another title. And here they are, All Ireland champions. So they lifted it as a band as well as lifting it as a drum corps. Yeah. So well done, Mighty Quinn. Of course, my old band, so I'd love to see them back in winning ways. Well done, guys. Grade 3A went to Marlacoo and District, which is always fun to say. I think I love saying that band name. Marlacoo. Marlacoo, they lifted the top spot there in Grade 3A. And the drumming went to St. Joseph's Clondalkin. So, well done, St. Joseph's. Yeah, quite a good season there in St. Joseph's Clondalkin so far. They're doing really, really well. So, congratulations. Now, Grade 2. This was possibly the result of the weekend, which I think put a smile on a lot of people's faces. Yeah. Grade 2 All-Ireland Champions, Manor Cunningham. And they lifted the drumming as well. Well done, the Manor! Yeah! Fantastic result. If anything, it's... It's just what makes it so sweet is Manor Cunningham spent a season off the grass. They actually had to take a step back and try and go on a bit of a recruitment drive and try and rebuild um, for like a whole year. And people were worried, thinking, God, are we ever going to see Manor Cunningham coming back? But here they are. They're back and they lifted the All-Ireland title. So they're back with a vengeance. So Manor Cunningham... If you haven't checked out their performance, go, please go and look at it. Wow. (laughs) Manor Cunningham really played for it. Yeah, definitely a force to be reckoned with. So well done, Manor Cunningham. Well done. Now, grade one. Who'd you think got it? (laughs) Yeah, if you don't know by now, where have you been? Because it's nearly a week ago. Yeah, All-Ireland Champions 2017. Field Marshal Montgomery. Congratulations, the mighty FM. And, yeah, lifting the drumming title was St. Lawrence O'Toole. So, Stephen Crichton goes, so well done, St. Lawrence. I have to say, Field Marshal Montgomery broke out their big medley again. You know, the one that finishes with the big hard drive tune at the... Oh, man, I love this new medley of theirs. A lot of people were talking about it. Some people love it, like me. I think it's a fantastic medley. Although some people... Some people don't. Some people are kind of, I don't know, I guess, a little bit more traditionalist in their views and want to hear more traditional type tunes rather than big tunes like the hard drive and, you know, stuff like that. Fred Morrison tunes? Ah, come on. I'm a massive Fred Morrison fan, so to hear the Field Marshal Montgomery thumping out a Fred tune? Oh, man, that's just... Yeah, that's the cheese on my burger, do you know what I mean? (laughs) So, yeah, congratulations to the Field Marshal, breaking out that big set and, yeah, lifting the All-Ireland title. It was really well played. If anything, the standard in Grade 1 was sky high. PSNI sounded fantastic. 
They really sounded great. And not to take it away from St. Lawrence either. They really, really played well. If anything, I loved their MSR set. Just so controlled and precise. You know, just how... I don't know. You just know that quintessential St. Lawrence sound. I can't put my finger on it, but you know whenever you hear them, you can just tell that's St. Lawrence. If you were to close your eyes and hear their MSR from the All-Ireland, you can just... That's that's St. Lawrence at all right there. Do you know what I mean? And they really played well. So, hey, do you know, Phil Marshall Montgomery lifting the title and then St. Lawrence lifting the drum and I think it was a tight competition all round. Not an easy win for Phil Marshall, of course, because, yeah, they were definitely pushed by other bands in the grade. Just a very high standard all round, I feel. Anyway, enough slabbering. <laughs> Let's look at the drum majors. The novice All-Ireland champion was Lewis Anderson of the Crozier Memorial. Well done. The junior All-Ireland champion was Jamie Couples of October. Well done, Jamie. Still in winning ways there, Jamie. So well done. Juvenile All-Ireland title was Catherine McKeown of Battle Hill. Well done, Catherine. And the adult All-Ireland champion for 2017, Jason Price of Rivara. There you go. Straight off the back of his major win there last the week before not bad Jason continuing and winning ways so congratulations there right so that was the All-Ireland Championships all of it well most of it (laughs) grade 3A and grade 1 we managed to cover on our live stream and on our Facebook page so thank you for everyone for tuning in and joining us on our live stream I think we had people tuning in from all around the world it was nuts on the day in fact the viewing figures were just crazy we weren't expecting it for the All-Ireland, you know, this isn't, you know, a big major you have in Scotland, you know, it's not part of the major season, you know, on the major calendar, but the amount of people we had tuning in was insane, so hey, (laughs) it was brilliant to see you all, so thank you for everyone to tune in, and I have to say, it's a very special thank you to Andrew Shilladay, who on the day put together our live streaming for us, so Andrew, you worked very hard, my friend, and yeah, Paid dividends. You produced some wonderful footage. Thank you very much. Now I have to say, Andrew is a drummer with Tully Lag and Pipe Band, who actually lifted the All Ireland title. You know, in the drumming, and I have to take my hat off to Andrew. All he done was a very, very slight yes. That's all you heard. <laughs> now I talked before about how our live streamer cursed him. She picked up a title at one of the majors and just lost her mind. <laughs> Started crying. She was in pieces. She was, oh my God. So, yeah, she found it very difficult to keep her composure. <laughs> but Andrew, what a pro. What a pro. Just give a slight little yes. And that was it. That was it done. You know, that was his celebrations done. Until his filming job was done. And then after that, yeah, the celebrations began. So, Andrew, congratulations. You're ticking home. An All-Ireland medal <laughs> to display on your mantelpiece, as well as being able to provide live streaming for thousands of people around the world. So, well done, Andrew. Okay, special shout-out goes to Loud Pipes Visual Media. Now, I know we've run a bit of a, not an advertising campaign, but, yeah, they're good friends of us here on the podcast. You know, and, yeah, we run a little promo for them every now and again, just to let you guys know that they exist and if you haven't checked them out yet go and have a look at Loud Pipes Visual Media on Facebook because their coverage of this year's All-Ireland Championships was just second to none 
Like they've produced well over 60 plus videos of bands warming up, bands performing, bands... Ugh, it was just insane. The amount of footage and content that Loudpipes Visual Media put out over the weekend there during the All-Ireland... Yeah, it just it makes your mind boggle. You know, so go and check them out. Loudpipes Visual Media. A lot of great, great stuff up there from this past weekend. Definitely worth checking out. So go and have a look at them. Now, yeah, that's it from the All-Ireland Championships. I could probably talk a little bit more about it, but I won't. I'll leave it there. Because I'm very aware that I've got so much news to get through. I'll be boring the head off all of Right, the RSPBA Northern Ireland had been recently running a prize draw to raise money for the Northern Ireland Children's Hospice. Now, very kindly, thanks to R.G. Hardy and company, a set of Peter Henderson bagpipes were donated as a prize. Now, this prize draw managed to raise well over £1,000 for the Children's Hospice, so this was fantastic. So, great to see £1,000 going to charity. And so, yeah, on the day at the All-Ireland Championships, the winner was drawn and, uh, yeah, Alistair Dunn, the managing director of R.G. Hardy, he presented the winner with the set of bagpipes completely for free. So, not bad. So, Robert Smith of Ayrshire managed to pick himself up a free set of bagpipes, all for buying a wee ticket for that money went to charity. So, number one, he helped raise money for charity. And number two, he got himself a free set of pipes. Awesomeness. <laughs> so yeah kudos to RG Hardy well done guys for donating the pipes in the first place also to the RSPBA NI for raising such an amazing amount of money for a great charity well done okay still on the same topic of the RSPBA NI our own Northern Ireland Association they wanted me to talk about this on the live show plus I figured I would bring it here to the podcast as well because I have quite a few people listening from Northern Ireland so hey Northern Irish listeners uh, a local piper and drummer here from Northern Ireland Mr William Wallace and Barney McGoran uh, will be offering piping and drumming workshops every Wednesday during the month of July and the month of August at the Arnold Hall which is near the Presbyterian Church just outside Balnehinch so there you go. If you're in the Balnehinch area, or even if you're not, it's still worth travelling to this because it's going to be held every Wednesday during July and August. Now, these workshops are going to be open for everyone, although they're going to be starting from children who are starting primary five. So P5, if you're going to be starting in your fifth year in primary education, now's your chance. Although they, they I don't know if they're going to turn people away if they're below that age. It doesn't actually say it. But uh, I don't know. Do you remember we did discuss about this on a previous podcast about what's the magic age to start? Hmm. Well, here we are. The RSPBA are putting it in black and white. <laughs> They're saying starting with school children and primary five, P5. So there you go. So they do have in big bold letters, there is no charge for this summer school. It's completely free. So that is a massive selling point. Yes, if you're interested at all in lifting a chanter or a set of sticks, now's your chance to just turn up and get lessons from, yeah, from Barney and William, just completely for free. So, yeah, the only cost really, I suppose, is you have to bring your own practice chanter and your own pad and sticks. But, uh, yeah, if you haven't got those, I'm sure William and Barney will point you in the right direction of where to get a set. So, 
come along. It's actually kicking off the 5th of July. So depending on when you're listening to this, it could have already happened. But the 5th of July was the enrolment and registration time. So yeah, to get down there. And the workshop happens from 10am to 4pm every Wednesday. So there you go. So yeah, this could possibly form part of our Learning Journey podcast, which is coming. It's coming. A lot of people seem to be a bit impatient about that. <laughs> but much the same as my uh, disability show that we've done, which we're definitely going to be recapping now. I have to, I've decided that definitely going to have to look at this again. Um, but yeah, we will be bringing it soon, but it just takes a little bit of time. I love to do my prep work and have everything sorted. So yeah, I can cover everything that I can. So don't know, do not worry, it will come. So as I say, we're in this weird kind of lull at the moment in our piping season here at the minute. The next competition isn't until the 15th of July. So that's a long time to wait for another competition, man. <laughs> 15th of July, and that's going to be the County Antrim Championships here in Northern Ireland in Glenarm. So, yeah, it looks like we've got nothing to do this weekend. So, I don't know, I'm more than willing to listen to suggestions. Uh, for me, what am I going to be doing this weekend? I can't really say. <laughs> but rest assured, it's very exciting. Um, yeah, for us on the Rab Show, and I will bring you more news on that. <laughs> anyway, Grant, I have to say a massive congratulations to Ross Ainsley. Yes, I don't know if you guys managed to catch this or not, but Ross Ainsley had been training for months to compete in an Ironman competition. Well, on Sunday, Ross actually took part in the Ironman event. Wow. Ross, I take my hat off to you, man. Congratulations. What an amazing thing to do to compete in an Ironman Wow, just amazing. Now, he was doing this all to raise funds for the Scottish Association for Mental Health. So, wow. Yeah, what an amazing charity. Plus, I think, uh, remember we were talking about it on last week's podcast, how uh, Ali Hutton was auctioning off a set of his Burgess pipes. Uh, I think that's still happening, actually. I think the auction may be closing soon. Um, but also, the money raised for that auction goes to the same charity, the Scottish Association for Mental Health. Um, so Ross, actually, at the Ironman competition, managed to raise well over 5,897 quid. <laughs> wow! Over five grand, nearly six grand going to that charity. Wow! Ross... Unbelievable, man. Now, this was kind of a... It raised a massive smile on my face to see this. Ross Ross was taking part in the event and he stopped once. He stopped once and it wasn't because he had an injury or anything like that. It's because there was a bystander, a supporter standing there with a set of pipes. And Ross suddenly stopped, asked the guy could he play a tune, played a tune on these bagpipes... Handed the pipes back to the guy, said cheers, and ran off again. <laughs> now, there's a video up of this that's doing the rounds online of Ross standing in the middle of the race playing this real great tune on the set of pipes with all the bystanders and supporters, you know, people standing around, what's going on? <laughs> but So go and check it out. The clip is up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. It's amazing to see. Yeah, so Ross seemed to be really enjoying himself, even though he's probably suffering, uh, because an Ironman race is not simple. It's not easy. 
Um, but yeah, he completed it and raised a serious amount for charity. So well done, Ross. I really take my hat off to you, pal. Congratulations. Now, the full Piping Live lineup has been announced. It's available to download now. If you want to go to the Piping Live website, you can go and check it out. Their full program is all up there. And yes, this will feature on a future podcast as we will be warming up to the worlds. We will be looking through and picking out our own particular highlights. For you guys who are going to be going to the Pipe and Live Festival, we're going to be picking out some big rab show picks of events that you're going to have to get to because, just because, they're going to be awesome. And whenever you read through this this list and this lineup of events that they have this year for the festival... Oh my word, it's just, I don't know, it gets better every year. And you just think to yourself, okay, now they can't possibly top this. You know, when you go home after the week, you maybe have a banging hangover or whatever, but you're knackered. You know, rest assured, you will be shattered after a whole week of running after bagpipes. But you think at the end of it, you think, now that's it, they can't top this. You know, right, that, you know, game over. I thought this in 2016. I thought it in 2015. I thought there's no possible way this can be topped. Go and check out the lineup for 2017. Yes, we will be bringing that to a future podcast, rest assured. But yeah, some particular highlights of my own that I've already picked out are possibly, yeah, these are the events that happen after the world's. You know, on the Sunday when some people will be, be travelling home. But these are some of the biggest events. There's a Gordon Duncan Memorial Competition that's going to be held on Sunday. Oh, I, oh. And if you see the line that was playing at that, like one such name that springs out, Bradley Parker. Of course, Piper with the Field Marshal, and he's been with us on the show many a time, on the live show. He's piping at this. The Gordon Duncan Memorial thing on the Sunday. So that's going to be a standout one. Plus the Battlefield Band. The Battlefield Band. I can't even talk, man. (laughs) I I love the Battlefield Band. And I've caught them live a few times now. Awesome, awesome band. And they're coming to Piping Live. And they're going to be wrapping up your World's Weekend for you. So as you're possibly... Trying to either drown your sorrows. Or celebrate a possible win at the Worlds. These guys... Are throwing a concert on the Sundays for you to go to dance and forget about your cares. <laughs> uh, yeah, just so much stuff coming from the Pipe and Life Festival. That's going to form a whole podcast on its own. So yeah, if you want to read ahead and you want to know what I'm talking about on a future podcast, there you go. Now's your chance. Go and download the lineup. It's all there. Yeah, it's just oh, so much, so much. Anyway, another little bit of piping news before we wrap things up. Stephen Crichton, of course, lead drummer of the mighty St. Lawrence Atoll, has launched a new set of sticks. Yeah. Now, these are yeah, these are going to be made by Promark. And these sticks come with... Now, this, now this is new to me. I had honestly no clue that this existed. But these sticks come with Promark's patented heat-activated grip coating. So, I honestly don't know how this works. I'm going to have to check this out. Because whenever you look at a regular pair of sticks... I actually got a set here. There's one. See, whenever you look at a set of sticks, you know, they're just regular wood with no coating on it. Maybe a bit of lacquer to make it shiny. But 
Yeah, put your sticks down. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- these come in like a patented heat-activated grip coating. So I suppose as you have them in your hands and you hit, you, your hands warm up and the sticks warm up, they make it easier to, to hold, I suppose. I, I don't know. Maybe th- this could be good for people who are nervous about dropping sticks. I am aware of uh, a few people who've tried out various different methods to make their sticks a little bit more grippy. You know, I have known guys actually to spray their sticks with deodorant. I don't know if that actually works. I have used it before. You know the, the wax you put on surfboards? Yeah, I've tried that. I've actually waxed my sticks. And that actually, you know, did give you a bit of grip on the stick, you know, especially in the pelting rain. And you were thinking, you know, if I hit a big flam here and a stick goes boing, it'll fly. So, yeah, having that extra wee bit of... Bit of grippy, grippiness on your hand, you know, gives you a bit of confidence. But with the wax, you know, the surfboard wax, it left a big goopy mess in your hand afterwards. It was horrible. So, yeah, you were running around with sticky hands all day then. So, yeah, I'm fascinated with these sticks. I'm going to have to check these out. Now, apparently they come in two different finishes. Uh, They come in white and natural. So, yeah, you get two different kinds. And with looking at them, they look really, really good. And... So yeah, they, obviously they have the signature Promark look and everything, but they have Steven's signature on there as well, so they can tell. That's Steven's signature brand, so hey, you can't win the Worlds that many times and not know what you're talking about. So yeah, I'm definitely going to go and have to check out these sticks by Steven. Yeah, they're going to be worth a look. So if any of you guys actually have had a look at these sticks yet... Um, tell me about this heat-activated coating. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. You know, just see how it works. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, that's me for my script for this week. Whew. That's, that's a lot of piping news. As I say, on next week's podcast, uh, I do plan to bring the interview that we had with Andrew Elliott from The Field Marshal. Uh, if you caught the live show this week, it was nuts. We had people tuning in from all over the world. It was great, and so many great questions, all about tenor drumming, about music selection, flourishing against beating, and ah, just so much stuff. That's going to be coming on to next week's podcast, so yes, next one's going to be a good one. But hey, uh, it's that time, (sighs) it's that time of the week again, and I can't wait to get a look at this. It's time for the topic of the week. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07719 Yes, time for the topic of the week. 
Oh, man, I'm so excited to see this. Now, keep in mind, okay, this has not been prepared. Not like other topic of the weeks where I maybe have made myself a few little notes and a few points and things that I want to get across. This, <laughs> I, feel, I feel I have to kind of preempt this because uh, this is recorded live. I won't be editing this. This is going to be 100% my live reaction to the draw okay um so keep that in mind there might be a few oh ah, mm, there might be a lot of that so right <laughs> let's talk about it the draw for the world pipe band championships now we're going to be looking at the saturday obviously because that covers all of the grades so that's you know not given that you know we know we have qualifying day on the friday so we know that's going to happen we know we have the draw for that as well but yeah, I want to talk about the Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, the 12th of August. Oh man, I'm so excited. This is just not funny. Okay. <laughs> right, let's look at this. Click the button, Rob. Okay, right. Grade Novice Juvenile. Starting final. Yeah. Okay. So there's 10 bands in that little group there. And we have Grade Novice Juvenile. And there's 15 bands in that. Okay. Alright, here we go. Grade 4B. Now, now, let's see, anyone is playing on a novice band right now, they're shouting at me going, Ah, oh, Rab, come on, give us a shout out! Yeah, I will, but you know, I actually want to get to Grade 4B, because just I'm fascinated to see what's what here. Okay. Qualifier 1, Grade 4B, there's 20 bands. And in Qualifier 2, there's a further 20 bands. Oh, wait a minute. No way. And qualifier three, there's another 20 bands. Is that 60 bands altogether? Whew. And then the final will commence at 2 o'clock. So what time did they start? 9? 9 a.m. 9. Oh, my word. So they have three different arenas for grade 4B alone, all running simultaneously. Pfft, wow. That's a big grade. See, if you were to come out on top on that, you'll have beaten 59 other bands. <laughs> wow. Crap, that's huge. Okay. So, yeah, kicking off from 9 o'clock through till about half 11. Yeah, half 11 for all grade 4B. And by half 11, it's done. I dare say you'll probably find out maybe about 12.30 that maybe you've qualified, you would hope around 12.30 to give you enough time to get started again uh, because then your grade starts with the final at 2 o'clock. So your adjudicators then for the final is uh, Nat Russell, William Garrett, Mark Wilson and David Brown. There you go, so that's the adjudicators for the final. Right, let's have a look through grade 4B and see if there's anybody interesting. Uh, oh, the Highland Thistle from Argentina. Cool. They're on eight minutes past nine in the morning. Oh, yikes. That's not the best draw for them. But hey, uh, let me see. Uh, the College of Piping. Ah, Summerside from Canada. Cool. There you go. Um, they're playing at ten or twelve minutes past ten. Okay, cool. Uh, so let me see who else is interesting in here. Oh, the Vienna Pipes and Drums. We were talking about them. So they drew a, a 16th place and they're going to be on at 11 a.m. Yeah, there you go. And then right after them is New Ross. Yeah, so we've been reading out New Ross quite a bit now. 
so there's Nottingham, Nottinghamshire Police. They're on at 10 a.m. Okay, right, let's look at another group, shall we? Qualifier 2, let me see, interesting. Ooh, the Omaha Pipes and Drums from the USA. They're going at half nine in the morning. Ah, that's not a good good draw. Half nine in the morning, it's an early start for you guys. Uh, The Hamilton Police Pipe Band from Canada, they're on at five to ten. Cool, and there's Cullen, of course. Uh, They were on ten past ten in the morning. Uh, let me see. I have Column Kill Pipes and Drums USA. Yeah, they're on at ten to eleven. We have Scotch Watch. That's difficult to say from Switzerland. Wow, Scotch Watch from Switzerland. I wonder if that watches. You know what I mean? You get great watches from Switzerland. I don't. I, I don't know. So Scotch Watch, Switzerland. Yeah, ten past eleven. We have Beatrix. Beatrix, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, from the Netherlands, 16 minutes past 11. No, it's not 15 minutes past 11, it's 16 minutes past 11. I <laughs> love the way they do this. They have a precise down to the very minute, and then on the day, they run about half an hour behind. <laughs> no, 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 don't. No, they don't, Rab. Of course, it's all really well organised. Yes, yes. Okay, let's look at uh, qualifier three. Uh, I'm just picking out the kind of the ones that I haven't really seen, the kind of exotic ones. Uh, let me see, the Sons of Scotland from Canada, yeah, there we go, uh, they're on at 9.48, yeah, could be worth a look, there's Lister Mulligan, oh the Mulligan, yeah, they're on at 5 past 10, there you go, Major Sinclair are on at 10.30, thereabouts, uh, let me see, uh, f- let me see, Frederiction Society of St Andrew. From Canada, there you go, and Jefferson from USA. Yeah, so the, uh, let me see that society. Let's see, Frederiction Society of Saint Andrew uh, from Canada. They're on at ten to eleven. Uh, not a bad draw. And Jefferson are on at eleven sixteen. So not bad. No, that's not a bad draw to be honest. Yeah. So that's Grade Four B. Quite a lot of real good name bands in there. And if anything, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I can't say. There's any particular group of death. I think maybe qualifier group one could be quite difficult there because you have Kildog who just won the All Ireland title. Plus you have New Ross uh, in there as well. You have Sergeant Walker Memorial there in there too. You know, a great band in there. Um, so possibly qualifier one is pretty, yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> you know, some real good names in there. Hard to get qualified from that. Qualifier 2, uh, standout names for me. You have Elgin and District. Great bands in there. Uh, vale of Athol have their Grade 4B in there as well. Letterkenny and District are in there. Uh, William Kerr Memorial are in there and Qualifier 2 as well. So... That's going to be tough to come out of that group too. Let's see, Qualifier 3 for Grade 4B. Let's have it. Listen to Mulligan. I'll just give them a shout there. Uh, see, Grancha is in there. And D-Side Caledonia is in there too. Stockbridge, of course, is in there. Uh, Danun Argyle, another great band. Oh, I don't know. Grade 4B, man. I don't know. See, if you come out and anywhere in the top five in Grade 4B, you know, you deserve a pint. <laughs> Seriously, you deserve a pint because, uh, I don't know, like that's a huge grade, 60 bands? That's just huge, it's ridiculous. So yeah, to come out on top, 
I don't know. I'll take my hat off to you. Right, that's grade 4B. Let's look at grade 4A, will we? Uh, okay, qualifier 1, 17 bands in there. Okay, grade 4A, group 2, not as many. Yeah, we have a grand total of 33 bands. So, let's have a look. Qualifier A. Uh, picking out some of the uh, exotic names. Oh, there's Schenectady. Do you remember the band I was talking about on last week's podcast that I couldn't pronounce? They're here. They're in the worlds. They're entered for the worlds. Yeah! Come on, Schenectady. Awesome. They're there. Yeah, 9.16 a.m. Hmm. Pretty early start for you guys. But, hey, there you are. Awesome. Uh, let me see. Where? Who else is in here? We have the Greater Victoria Police from Canada. Awesome, there you go, and uh, they're going to be on at half ten, so that's not a bad draw for them. Uh, the Cam Loops Pipe Band Society, and they're from Canada, and they're going to be, again, 10.36, not a bad draw for them either. So, let me see, the second qualifier group in Grade 4A, we have the Scott School Albury from Australia. Fantastic, they're on at 9.30, still early. See, that's the thing about the Grade 4s, uh, Grade 4B and Grade 4A. They all start ridiculously early. You know, like when you consider these grades kick off at 9am, you know? And then, like, you're going to have to be in the park at stupid o'clock. You're going to have to be there maybe 7, 7.30, I don't know. You know, by the time you get everybody gathered up, you get your uniforms kind of straightened out, you get tuned up, you maybe have a spot of breakfast, cup of coffee, whatever... Just to put get your brain in motion before you have to do one of the biggest performances of your piping life. Do you know? I think that, yeah, it does put a little bit of undue stress starting at that time of the morning. You know, it's not easy. So, yeah, you guys starting at 9am, I wish you good luck. I really do. <laughs> uh, so, let, let's, I'll continue here. Uh, grade 4A qualifier 2. Who else do I have my eye on? Do, do, do. We have Macmillan Bertles. Bertles? Is that pronounced right? Yeah, from the USA. And they're on at a quarter to 11. So that's not a bad draw for them. Okay, let's have a look. There's two groups now in Grade 4A. Yeah, so let's pick out the standout group. Which one's going to be the hard one? Uh, looking at group number one, uh, we have Clontibric there and Qualifier 1. Uh, we have McDonald Memorial, Tully Lagan. As in qualifier one, Royal Borough of Stirling are in there. Pfft, qualifier one's quite tough, and that's the same one that's connected. He's in there, <clears throat> as well as Dunny and Denny places in there. Uh, just so many good bands in there, right? Uh, qualifier two, uh, we have Gilnahark, great band. Johnstone's great four A bands in there. Uh, St Mary's Derry Trasna, you can't look past St Mary's. They've had an amazing season so far. Uh, let me see, Kilkubrick and, and District's in there, Ken Ross, Kulabaki in there. Uh, I, uh, both groups, again, I'm not trying to sit on the fence here and say, oh, both are hard. But they are. They're pretty well evenly split there. Yeah, and there's the 3rd Battalion of the Royal Regiment of Scotland. Didn't they lift a major there not too long ago? I think they did, yeah. So, um... See, I should really have this all in front of me. But as I said, you're getting this live. I'm not editing this. 
<laughs> so yeah, Grade Four A Qualifier One is tough. Grade Four A Qualifier Two is just equally as tough, to be honest. Yeah. So your adjudicators then for your Grade Four A Final, which kicks off at thirteen forty-five, actually a little bit earlier than Four B. Uh, your adjudicators are Colin Moffat, Robert Shaw, William Black, and James Campbell. There you go. So there are your judges who will be deciding your fate, guys. <laughs> right, now, as that yeah goes on, the juvenile, the great juvenile, the juvenile grade that kicks off at 9am as well, kicking off with West Lothian schools, they're going to be starting at 9am as well. And then, of course, you get the Robert Malcolm, they're going to be in there, of course, in the juvenile grade at 8 minutes past 9. And then Dollar Academy, George Harriet's School, North Lanarkshire, you have People's Ford, Boggle, if George Watson's, you know, and all of these bands are all playing before 10am. <laughs> that's not that's not easy you know good luck everyone that's a serious time to be playing at that time of the morning okay let's look at grade 3b <sighs> right qualifier 1 there's 11 bands qualifier 2 there's another 11 bands in there I think no just short of it yeah so grade 3b you have 21 bands in total again not not easy to come out of that, I don't think. Let's look at quali- qualifier one. Uh, you have Carnoustian District, uh, University of Bedfordshire. Hold on. Now, ho- no. someone's playing dirty tricks on me here. <laughs> Please tell me this is true. Okay, grade 3B qualifier one. At 20... 20- Past. Your phone's in flight mode, so I can't help you with it at the moment. Yeah. So was, see, because I asked for help and Google was trying to help me. Oh my word. 20 past 12. Portavogi. Portavogi. It says it here in black and white, man. Or am I hallucinating? Portavogi. 20. Portavogi are back? Since when? This doesn't... I reported at the start of the season how Porto Vogue were going to be taking a step down and how such sad news it was. But here they are, they're entered for the worlds. Right, someone fixed this. Is this... Is this for real? Are Porto Vogue back? Wow, I'm going to have to look into this. Awesome! Oh man, I'm so happy. If Porto Vogue are back, man, that's going to be awesome to see Porto Vogue back on the grass again, man. Ah! Oh. Awesome. Okay. Right, Rob. <laughs> wow, that's big news. Okay. Uh, North Coast USA are going to be in there in grade 3B at 10 past 1 p.m. There you go. So that's all. Qualifier 1. Portavogi. Oh, man, I really hope that's true. Anyway, Qualifier 2 in grade 3B. Uh, you have, let me see, the Highlanders for Scots. Of course, they lifted a major there not too long ago. Uh, let me see. Who stand out in there? Yo, Kevin R. Blanford Memorial, USA. Ooh, there you go. And they're playing at half 12. Awesome. There you go. I actually haven't heard of them before. The Kevin R. Blanford Memorial. I'm going to have to check them out, actually. That's a bit of Googling I shall have to do. Um, so, right, you've got two qualifying groups then and into a final then. A quarter to four in the afternoon. That's a late one. So if you make the final, you're going to be there for the duration. 
That's a long time to stay out of the bear tent. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, grade 3B. Let's look at group 1. Standout bands for me. Has to be Portavogi. Oh my god. I'm so happy to see that name in there. I really hope it's true. Uh, the Quinn Memorial are in there. The Quinn has had an amazing season this year. Uh, they're playing at a quarter to one. Grade 3B. Definitely a band to watch. Greater Manchester. Uh, Fire and Rescue. Amazing band. You're going to have to go and watch them. Major Sinclair in there as well. Manchester Phoenix is in there. Turrifan District. That's a tough group. That's Qualifier 1. Uh, let's look at Qualifier 2. You have the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, you have Air Pipe Band Society. You have the Highlanders, Fort Scots. Uh, let me see, any other standout ones? Uh, some Colin Kills is in there. Awesome bands. Lanarkin District are in there too. So again, some big names. So, to be fair, I think though... For Grade 3B, I think Qualifier 1 is possibly one of the more difficult ones there. That's I'm putting myself out. You guys can happily shoot me down if you wish. But I do believe uh, Grade 3B Qualifier 1 is possibly the tougher one there out of that. So, hmm, yeah, you can agree or disagree. So your adjudicators then for the Grade 3B final are, of course, the legend Terry Lee. You have Harry Stevenson, uh, Alexander Steele and Gordon Laurie. So there you are. That's your judges. Right, grade 3A. I can't believe Portavogi's back, man. <laughs> wow! Okay, right, grade 3A. Uh, you have, let me see. Okay, you have two different qualifying groups with uh, 12 bands in each. You have 24 bands in total in grade 3A, which is a big grade, not too bad for grade 3A. Uh, qualifier 1, um, you have Hamilton Police from Canada kicking off 5 past 12 there. Uh, let me see, what else do we have? You have St. Joseph's, of course. You have the Governor Macquarie Memorial from Australia. Wow, fantastic. I haven't heard this band. And they're playing at 20 past 1 in Grade 3A. They're going to be worth looking at, I think. Just because, simply because I haven't heard of them before. That's going to be interesting. Um, grade 3A Qualifier 2. Who's in here is catching my eye? Uh, most of these bands I've heard before. So there we go. Yeah, nothing really that, yeah, it kind of strikes me as being exotic. Do you know, <laughs> flying in from miles away. But, uh, right, let's break it down. Which group is harder, in my opinion? You have Hamilton Police in there. You have Marta Coo. This is Qualifier 1. Uh, you have Drumlock. Having a great season so far. Uh, Raffery, Port Lathanon District. Another great band. Uh, D-Side are in there. Vale of Athel has their Grade 3A pipe band in there. And that's in Group 1. Let's look at Group 2. You have the Matt Boyd Memorial. Always a very strong, steady band. Uh, Bally Breast in there, of course, with the guys from Las Vegas piping with them this time. Um, you have Colburn, Iowa. You have the City of Inverness. Uh, Upper Cross Gar. You have New Ross. <sighs> Wallace Stone and District. <sighs> wow, okay, right. Two different qualifying groups. Which one do I shout as being... Possibly the more difficult of the two. Hmm. That's a tough call. To be fair, I do think it could be qualifier two, in my opinion. I think it could be possibly the more competitive, because uh, you have 2622 Highland Squadron in there, you have New Ross in there, uh, you have Stockbridge in there, Colburn, as I say, Bally Breast and Matt Boyd. That's quite a competitive qualifier in there, just to make it to the final. So that could be, that's pretty tough going. 
Yeah, Qualifier 2, I think, would be the group to watch there. Although, I'm sure you guys out there are possibly shouting at me going, No! You're wrong! But, hey, I'm quite happy to be wrong. <laughs> Grade 3A final kicks off at, uh, yeah, 20 to 4 in the afternoon. So, again, you're there for the duration. Long day for Grade 3A players. Um, so, your adjudicators, if you do make it to the final, are Kenneth Eller, uh, John or Ian Wood, uh, Joe Noble, and Jennifer Hutchison. There you go. Right, we're creeping up the grades slowly but surely. Here's grade two. <laughs> yeah, two qualifying groups again. <sighs> Here we go. Yeah, the first group, you have 14 bands in it. And yeah, the second group makes up a grand total of 28. So let's break it down, break it down. The qualifying group number one, uh, North Stratton from Canada. Ooh, I don't think I've heard them. North Stratton from Canada. They're playing at 10 to 11 on Saturday morning. So that's it's a reasonably early start there. 10 to 11. Um, and then we have the Pipe Band Club from Australia. They're in there. Awesome. 5 past 11. They're going to be worth catching. They're a real cracking good band actually. Um, let's see. Midlothian Scottish from the USA. Fantastic. They've got 11.32. We have St Andrews from Australia. Oh, St Andrews are coming. Oh, I didn't know. Wow, St Andrews are an awesome band. Yeah, I've heard these guys many times before. Great, great band. That's going to be some stiff competition in there now. Uh, Balagan, or as they pronounced it, is it Balagan? <laughs> From Denmark. There you go. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, so, Balagan. Then from Denmark are in that grade. Uh, City of Dunedin and from the US, they're in there as well. They're playing at 12 o'clock. Uh, so, oh, that qualifier in group number one is pretty bad. Okay, let's look at qualifier two. Ah, kicking off with two USA bands. You've got St. Thomas alumni starting there at 12 o'clock from the US. And then you have the previous world champions, Worcester Kilty. Wow. That's not a bad way to start that grade. And then you have the City of London. They're a fantastic band. Yeah, played really well. And let me see. You have the Isle of Isle in there. Great, great band. Um, Column Kill. Uh, City of Discovery. Another fantastic band. You have the College of Piping Summerside from Canada. New York Metro. New York Metro's coming over. They're going to be in there. Wow. Okay. New York Metro's in there. 12 minutes past one. Uh, you have Macmillan from the USA. They're in that grade too. Uh, they're in that qualifying group, I should say. See, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> well, I mean, they're in that grade. Of course they're in that grade. Um, so, right, okay. I did, see, I really should edit this. You know, you are getting this live. This is my live reaction, by the way. So, forgive me. This is just a list of names and times for you. But, yeah, I'm giving you my opinion. Qualifying group one in grade two. Versus qualifier group two. So group one versus group two. Which one do I think is more? Wow. Some big name bands in there. Uh, I can't split them. Because let's look at it. Uh, group one. You've got Manor Cunningham. You have the Pipe Band Club from Australia. You have Ansborough. Loman and Clyde. I forgot Loman and how can I forget Loman and Clyde? You're buried in there in the middle. Loman and Clyde's on at 11.23. And they're right smack bang in the middle of the pack too. Which is a great draw for them. Um, so you've got St Andrews of course from Australia. They've Balagan in there. City of Dunedin which are a great band. 
Yeah, qualifier one's pretty tough. Hmm. But then in qualifier two, you have Worcester Kilty. You have St. Thomas alumni, as I just said. You've got Bucksburn in there. Colum Kill are in there. New York Metro, Klaus Kelt. Let's not forget about Klaus Kelt. What a season they've had. Uh, the Glasgow Sky. The massive, amazing band Glasgow Sky are in there. You've got Thiepfeld. You've got Dumbarton. And this, uh, I can't split them. I think... Whew, what a competitive grade that is. Even if you were to lump that all together, that could possibly be your final. <laughs> you know, just that whole grade there. 28 bands. There's no one really I could pick out of that as being possibly a poor band, but they're all pretty awesome. I think anyone in any of those two qualifying groups there in grade 2, I wish you the best of luck because it's not going to be easy. You know, there's great, great bands in both qualifying groups there. Oof. Not simple. So, yeah, your adjudicators then for your grade 2 final, which kicks off at uh, about 25 to 4. So your adjudicators are uh, Elvis Kerr, Ronnie McShannon, Lee Innes, and Alan Ronaldson. Thank you. Right. Now, the grade 1 qualifier and all of that, all of it happens on the Friday, doesn't it? So... Yeah, basically give you your times and that all running through. Yeah, this is already confusing, but I will look at the adjudicators, will we, uh, for your Grade 1 MSR final. Your adjudicators will be John Wilson, Donald McPhee, Alex Dudgeon, and uh, was it Anthony Sloan. There you go. So that's your MSR judges. And then for your medley judges, you have Thomas Brown, Samuel Young, Gregory Dinsdale and Robert Matheson. The legend that is Mr. Matheson himself. Now it goes on then and it talks all about the drum majors and whatnot. And wow. Right, when you consider this whole championship, the World Pipe Band Championships, runs over two days. And you're talking well over 200 bands. Um, over 8,000 pipers and drummers are going to be on the hallowed turf. This is not... You know, it's not a small event by any means. It takes some organising. So even with the draw itself, I think they've got it pretty well balanced there. Maybe in the middle, you know, in the grade threes, maybe one grade is maybe a little bit more competitive than others. Uh, But that's just my opinion. Hey, you know, I'm very happy to be proven wrong. But that's just my opinion. Um, Yeah, I think they've gotten it right. You know, but to be fair, I know the draw is completely random, and that's just how it works. You know, uh, hey, it is what it is, right, guys? That was it. That was my live reaction to the world's draw. I'm sure that made for absolutely terrible listening, <laughs> but you got it live, you know, and that's what it, I'm so excited for the world's man. Ah, oh, that's just going to be awesome. We will talk about Grade One. Don't worry, I know I kind of glossed over it there because you know qualifying days on the Friday, and you have everything happening on the Saturday as well. Don't worry, we will talk about Grade One at the Worlds. Rest assured, as other podcasts roll forward ahead of August, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I figured I wanted to talk about the draw and all about the other other grades. Are you going to this year's World Championships? Are you excited for this year's World Championships? And if anything, have you got any predictions? Do you think that anyone already has it in the bag? Because it's getting to that stage of the season now where people are talking about predictions. And we were talking about it on the live show there 
uh, last night actually on Fuse and we were basically saying there isn't any one clear winner in any grade at this point that I that we can see. Um, even as the listeners were texting in, they were saying the same thing. There isn't one standout band that's going to just lift everything in their respective grade, you know. So it's such an exciting season. Such an exciting season. Just cannot wait for the begin now. It's going to be awesome. Right, that's it, guys. Oh, and before I go, another thing that Rab got wrong. Yes! <laughs> this was. This is going to be a regular spot now on the show. Stuff that Rab got wrong. Oh, stuff that Rab got wrong. Yeah, I have to get myself a jingle or something. Yeah, I did say on last week's podcast that David Brown, the previous lead drummer of Blairian District, I said stupidly that he's playing at the Vale of Athol. <coughs> yes, he's not playing with the Vale of Athol. I have no clue why that came into my head. Uh... <laughs> I promise I wasn't drinking. The hardest thing I had to drink during that podcast was a big cup of tea. Um, yeah, of course David Brown's not playing with the Villa Vathel. I apologise to David and co. And for everyone who messaged in and said, Oh, Rob, you've got that wrong, you dipstick. Yeah, I know. I got it wrong. David, of course, is playing with Dauco Triumph Street. So, apologies. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Rest assured, there'll probably be more stuff that Rab got wrong after I was reading through all of this draw. I dare say I've pronounced something wrong. Or, yeah, I'm sure you guys have some thoughts on the draw. If anything, please do send me some listener mail and we'll talk about it on next week's podcast. Get a look at the draw. If anything, get a look at the Pipe and Live lineup as well. Some real food for thought in there. And I really want to hear your guys' opinion on the Pipe and Life Festival in general. Plus, what do you think of the draw? Is there any particular group or that that you're really keen on watching? For me, it has to be Grade 2. Grade 2 looks insane. Really competitive. Grade 4B actually looks really competitive as well. With a lot of names that I haven't seen before as well. So I'm going to have to start googling then. Yeah, and try and check out some of these bands. Anyway, right guys, I've kept you for long enough. I really appreciate everyone who's downloaded the podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe. Please give me that all-important rating on iTunes. It's very important that you guys do that. Please, please, please give us a rating uh, because that really helps us and, yeah, helps our kind of... kind of helps us what we do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it makes our podcast more visible so people can find us and join in on what we do. Right, guys, check out the Patreon, check us out on their Facebook and all the rest, and our live show on Fuse and all of that good stuff. Uh, right back here on the podcast again for next week with more of the same, plus a bit of a chat with Andrew with a bit of luck. Right, I'm out the door. Oh, man, I cannot wait for the world. Oh, bring it on. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1, and until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>